Hello and welcome to not an episode of The Big Three. Basically, what happened is everybody's busy, everybody was traveling, and as you may or may not know, Jess has a goddamn child. So, things are going to be a little bit up in the air in terms of scheduling. However, I wanted to put together something real quick for you. One, so that there isn't too big of an upload pause, but also... I want to talk about some other anime. That's right, I can talk about more anime than My Hero Academia and Attack on Titan. So for this first little mini shonen tell, what I want to talk about is one of my recent favorite anime that I've been watching, which is Dr. Stone. I'm glad that I'm recording my recommendation of Dr. Stone because I kind of needed a definitive way to recommend it to people. It is a weird show to recommend. You see the promo images on Crunchyroll or Hulu or whatever, and it's just some guy with some weird green onion hair holding like a beaker or something and stone, Dr. Stone rocks. What the hell is going on? Is it some kind of caveman isekai? What is going on here? And it kind of is a caveman isekai, but not really at the same time. Here's the premise. Senku Ishigami is a really really smart guy. He's basically like, what if Goku studied instead of worked out? The shonen battle system here for this anime is literally knowledge. Real world, actual knowledge. So yeah, Senku, he is really smart and really cool. He's kind of a little shit, but he's ultimately a good dude. Uh, one day during school, a green light shines on the world and turns everybody into stone. Senku realizes that he still has his consciousness while turned into stone, though he can't see, hear, or feel anything. He still has his mental faculties. So what does he do? He literally just counts the seconds. Over 3,000 years later, yes, he counted the seconds for over 3,000 years in his head, he all of a sudden breaks out of the stone. This is interesting because when people are turned into stone, they're not just like encased in stone like a chocolate shell on ice cream or anything like that. What happens is they are like literally their cells are turned into stone. I mentioned that the series is based in science and real facts and stuff. Obviously, this is where it departs from it. However, there are science consultants on the show. And aside from the premise of the show, everything that happens is more or less something that you can do in the real world. Senku wakes up and realizes that he is the only person in the world to be alive and not stone. So he therefore vows to save every single person, all seven billion of them. Not because he wants to rule over them, not because he misses a certain person, not because this or that or anything. He's doing it because it's what's right. Obviously, this ties into his beliefs that have to do with science in that progressing science to help humanity is just what's right. You shouldn't do it for any other reason other than it helps people. Not long after he wakes up, his childhood friend Taiju also wakes up. He was frozen in stone as he was confessing his love to his high school sweetheart Yuzuriha, and that was what kept his brain going for those 3,000 years, is just thinking about how much he liked that girl. What is really interesting to me is that when things start progressing and more people end up getting broken out of the stone, Taiju 
doesn't want to force his confession of love onto Yuzuriha because he feels like that would put her on the spot. There's only like, what, three people in the world and you love me? Okay, I guess this is what's going to happen. No, he respects her more than that. And so he kind of vows to let it happen naturally again. It is by far not like the main focus of the story, but I do like that pretty much every character has at least a small arc where they either learn to be better or demonstrate that they are a good person. This is, in my opinion, like the perfect companion piece to something like an Attack on Titan. Any anime that is going to be like a bummer or whatever. And if you've been listening to this show, you know that I'm not like a believer that bummer media is a real thing at all. But if you're watching a lot of heavy subject matter stuff, you're watching like Oshinoko or something like that. Uh, sometimes you just like want to see people be nice to each other and whatever. But additionally, if you're like me, you can't really stomach a lot of slice of life stuff. What hooks me is narrative. You guys should know this by now, right? What hooks me is narrative and things being done in a narratively satisfying way. So this sort of mission of, hey, let's be really cool to everybody on the planet and save them from this because it's what we have to do and it's what science has allowed us to do with all of our accumulated knowledge. So let's save everybody. Like that is a really good uplifting story that really puts you in a good mood. One of our patrons, Sammy V, sent me a tweet that said dr stone is crazy because they just invented bread and i just leapt off of my couch like the knicks won the 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 big game or whatever i don't know base baseball oh boy i don't know basketball you understand what i'm trying to say here sammy said okay so like give me the rundown on this and i basically did in dms what i'm doing right now they said this to me a couple weeks ago they just finished watching all of the three and a half-ish seasons that are out right now. They blew through it. And I think you will too, because there is a lot to love here. The music is extremely good. From the OPs that get used and reused and reorchestrated and stuff like that as time goes on, that's really cool, to just the normal, you know, the score of the anime. There are themes that go with like, oh, they made a scientific breakthrough with this or that then this certain song plays. And there are other themes and leitmotifs and blah, blah, blah that get used throughout the show that you can recognize. And it's not just generic music that you don't recognize, even though you've heard it played like 30 times during the run of this show. As is often the case with a lot of big media, the music's not that good. Shout out to Marvel. So I mentioned Taiju, Yuzuriha, and Senku, the main three characters in the in the very beginning of the story but the conflict in the story arises well the conflict is hey everybody's turned to stone that ain't no good huh but the immediate conflict that happens is they find a way to break people out of the stone but they end up reviving somebody that is like incredibly anime strong like it, like can kill lions with his bare hands strong that's another thing that's not very accurate right but eh, whatever rule of cool it's cool to see a dude just like punch three lions and just be like whoa cool but his sort of you know boiled down to his core 
character trait is he values strength. He wakes up in this new stone world and says, oh, awesome. All the billionaires are gone. All of the bad people are gone. All of the like, you know, morally irreprehensible criminals and just people that run the world are all gone. I want to rebuild this world with just the young, the strong, and those that are willing to build a good society. The conflict there, of course, is that Senku wants to save everybody, regardless of who they were before this 3,000-year pause on humanity. And it's not even a pause. They have to start again from zero, right? So you get a lot of things that are very foundational to science. There are things that they run into, like what if we need penicillin? Penicillin can't just happen, right? So if somebody has pneumonia and we need to help cure pneumonia, we can't just give them a pill of penicillin or whatever. We have to develop something that is not going to be chanced upon, like we need something that we can make. You can't just make penicillin if you don't have penicillin already. It's kind of how it works. You actually learn a lot watching this show, whether it's just random science trivia or learning about just like the elemental building blocks of life. It's kind of fucking cool how much real world science info is packed into this shonen battle thing. And it's not even really a shonen battle thing. They do a tournament at one point almost as a joke in order to set itself apart from the normal kind of shonen anime things. All right, so now I'm going to delve into a little bit more of the spoilery things, if that's something that's going to hook you on this series. So if you have already been convinced to watch it and don't want any spoilers, then goodbye. Have a good day. But if you're like, I don't know about this uh, Dr. Stone thing, here comes a little bit more info. Because I get it. It seems like the show would be a little bit lame and even explaining it. I feel like the real essence of it doesn't come across because while, yeah, the themes are out there and not hidden, some of the themes are more subtle, like everyone has a purpose no matter what, everyone is the best at something, everybody is worthy of life, all that kind of stuff. Some of my favorite characters are Asagiri Gen, who is basically a mentalist, and his he's introduced and and set up to be a kind of secondary antagonist with Sukasa, the guy who was woken up and is very strong and only wants strong people. This character, Asagiri Gen, is made out to be um, a kind of like, you know, shysty snake in the grass kind of guy. But he's a really good dude that just likes interacting with people. And so when he meets Senku, he is convinced to join his side uh, because he... Honestly, just kind of likes hanging out. The other wrinkle to this is that Senku is not the only person on Earth. There are villages of people that have lived there for the past 3,000 years. And so where did they come from? How did they get here? Were they frozen? Did they not come from stone people? Turns out, and as I said, this is spoilers, so I'll give you a second or two here to pause the podcast so you're not spoiled on the explanation for this but if people just want to hear it here it comes right now uh senku's dad is an astronaut he was in space when the green light that petrified everybody 
all over the world happened. And so him and his crew of, I think, five other people, they are the only people at all that did not get frozen into stone. And so they kind of rebuild humanity while gathering up rare resources to later be used by Senku because Senku's dad, best anime dad, like contender as well for Byakuya, which is his name. And he's actually not Senku's biological dad. It never it never ceases to amaze me that I get emotionally invested in just a guy believing in somebody else <laughs> and Byakuya believing in Senku that someday he'll wake up and he'll need, you know, this, the, the diamonds from our wedding rings for science stuff. And he'll need the gold that we find in these rivers. And there's a little bit of platinum from the, uh, spaceship lander that we, uh, escaped the ISS with. So they gather these things up and that's actually the plot line of the current season is they need to get to that space capsule that has been basically chock-a-block with rare earth minerals and things like that. But the problem is there is another civilization that's over there and they have the tool to petrify people. So there's your conflict right there. You have a stable, almost kind of dictatorship on this other island where essentially the key to getting a bunch of people out of stone is at. And they have essentially scientific tools that are beyond comprehension and it's basically magic at that point along the way they also get contacted by the person that did the petrifying and all they say in morris code is w h y that's it why and so they call him y man and so the plot of the show becomes okay who is this guy it's been three thousand years is it one guy is it an organization is it a person that keeps freezing themselves into stone and waking themselves back up after a, a certain amount of time. Why did humanity get frozen? Is it for nefarious reasons? Did people want our resources? No, they left all the resources here. So why did they do it? And why aren't they redoing it now that they see that people are awake? That is basically the hook of the series uh, known as Dr. Stone. There are three seasons out right now, as well as a special that goes in between seasons two and three. Season three, I believe, is on like a like a half season break and is going to come back in October. So there is plenty of time for you to get caught up on, like I said, one of the weirdly most uplifting anime that I've seen in recent memory. So if you're looking for something that scratches that itch, you want something just different in general. I absolutely, with no reservations, recommend Dr. Stone. I believe you can watch it on Hulu and Crunchyroll, but that's basically it, y'all. Apologies for making you wait even more for the rest of Attack on Titan, but the good news is that we have only mm, four or five-ish episodes of the podcast covering Attack on Titan to go, and then we're caught up and done, and it's back to my hero zone. So I want to know if you have already watched Dr. Stone, what do you think? And if you haven't watched Dr. Stone yet, I would love to hear if my pitch reached you and you're going to give it a shot. It's it's a fun time. So with that, uh, that's going to end this sort of like chibi shonen tell that uh, I'm, I'm recording here so that you guys have some stuff and I can basically give you even more anime homework because 
anime good you guys all right i will see you guys in the next one bye